What is good, everybody, and welcome back into another episode of the Ultimate Wrestling Show. Ultimate Sports Show slash Ultimate Wrestling Show. This is going to be a really fun episode. There's going to be a lot of content dropping today from us. Since a lot has been happening, we are going to get into the next episode. Is going to be our, like, me reacting to some news stories and... uh giving you like some details on some debuts and and talking about giving my thoughts on some news as well we're also going to get a monday night raw review later on today so we're probably going to you guys are going to get a lot of content these next coming days but today we are going to kick things off with really one of my favorite things and something that you guys seemed to really like. I've seen the numbers. I have uh, seen the stats and a lot and mo- a lot of my best episodes have been when I do this. So I'm going to basically... This is similar to like the invasion thing I wanted to do. I don't think I'm going to be continuing that because it's way too much work for uh, for like four people to listen to it. It's just... It's too much work. So instead, what I'm going to do is put is have little segments where I do uh, fantasy booking and rebooking things like. But there will be episodes like this where I will literally do like how I would book these pay-per-views and shit. But like, I don't want to do like the full control of the series and like. It just it has it doesn't seem worth it to me or my team. Like, we're seeing the numbers and we're thinking, if four people are going to watch in an episode that takes me, like, three hours to make, like, an hour to record, a co- an, hour, a, an hour to come up with the ideas, and then that extra hour to, like, edit it and advertise it, and for only four people, like, it's too much work. So instead, we're going to do these episodes, and today's going to be a fun episode, because I'm going to be telling you how I would book these these 2021 pay-per-views if this goes well we will i will fantasy book like a certain amount of pay-per-views i'll just maybe like tweet something and ask them to ask you guys to give me the pay-per-views you wanted me to rebook or things i'm going to be more active on my social media platforms we are actually going to start discussing a new logo for the show maybe in the next coming days with with my design team, we're going to be trying. I'm not saying collabs are coming soon, but they are not in the works, but we are thinking of that. But some exciting stuff is coming branding-wise, and now that fans are back and things in wrestling, the content's going to come up, and like a lot more is going to start happening. So yeah, let us get started. I'm thinking, how do I want to start? And I think this is how I want to start it. This is really something that I've been wanting to do. But, dang. Yeah. I'm going to tell you how I would love to book SummerSlam 2021. Because SummerSlam is really the next big pay-per-view that's coming up and it's really interesting there's news and 
Yeah. On a further episode, I will also be telling you my seven dream SummerSlam main events. Some are definitely far-fetched, but some I think. But this is my dream SummerSlam 2021 updated card. I did one of these way earlier, but I didn't know Goldberg was coming back. I sure as hell didn't know John Cena, even though I did ask for that match. It's like a lot changed since I did that episode. So let's get started with my updated SummerSlam card. This is really... And before we get started, can I just say I'm so... Like, as great... Yeah, the book, Raw was amazing this week. And WWE is going on a really good path. But we won't really know if WWE is really changing for the better until post-SummerSlam. Because right now, they have... The advantage is that the crowd just came back. We don't know what that's like. I think the build from here to SummerSlam is going to be amazing booking. It's going to be everything we've asked for. Everything anyone in the wrestling community has asked for. And But we truly won't know if the creative team for Raw, SmackDown, Raw and SmackDown have truly changed for the better until after SummerSlam. I'm hearing that we are going to get the WWE draft after SummerSlam. So it's going to be interesting how they book that. I might do a fantasy booking my style of the draft, but that might be later on in the month. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's we have to have patience with the WWE. We don't know if they're going to really be really changing for the better. But this is going to be fun. So let's get into my SummerSlam 2021 updated Match card predictions. All right. I'm go. Here's the match that I think would be perfect for the kickoff show. I I think this is how I'm going to do it. I am going to do a good kickoff show match because I think it's SummerSlam, and from what I'm hearing from my sources in WWE and. Uh, and wrestling guys like PW Insider and Shane Ross and Ryan... I don't know how to pronounce his last name. The guy from Fox Sports and, and stuff like that. They're going to treat SummerSlam like if it was this year's WrestleMania type. It's like a WrestleMania type. So knowing that, the kickoff show match should involve the women's tag team titles. These titles don't really mean much. It hasn't meant anything, in my opinion... Since Sasha Banks and Bailey had them earlier in the pandemic. I don't think it was really cool. Like, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax's title reigns sucked. Charlotte and Asuka's title reigns... Forgettable. And then Natalia and Tamina's title reign has just been... Meh. The best thing that we've had come out of that is Reginald's new 24-7 champion. And I'm going to give you my full-on thoughts... In an, later on today in another episode, which is my raw review. So yeah, here's how I fix these belts. Kickoff show at SummerSlam. This is honestly a match that I want to happen. Natalia and Tamina versus Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart. Tegan and Tegan Knox and Shotzi just came up from NXT. They debuted it in Houston, or I think, wait, it was either Houston 
Well, it was the last SmackDown before, before they went to Houston. I'm not too sure. But I think the perfect time to really put... I think the creative team and Vince should definitely take advantage of Tegan and Shotzi's momentum that they really have and take advantage of it now. Put the titles on them at SummerSlam. Natalia and Tamina, they had an, a forgettable run. They really didn't do anything ma- massive with it. I was not a fan. And here's the thing. I think this is a great way to kick off SummerSlam. Get people excited. It's going to be in front of a sold-out Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Like, so you need to give... This show cannot disappoint, all right? So let's get into the main show. And quite frankly... Here's the thing. I chose a dream match because the opening battle... Look... The main show, the show, the match that should kick off SummerSlam, the main show, not the kickoff show. The match that I believe should start off the show should be Seth Rollins versus Edge. Yes, I know. You guys are like, why would they kick off the, why would they kick things off? It's a really good feud. Remember, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley kicked off WrestleMania night one. So it's not crazy to think that good matches can't kick off major pay-per-views and this is a this story is not a short-term story go back to seth rollins's feud with john cena back in 2014 2015 when he brought seth rollins used edge to get the uh the to get the authority back and like i think both of these men are doing some of their best work of their careers Look, I'm not a big fan of Seth's. I would. I never really liked Seth Rollins's Messiah gimmick. I think it sucked. This visionary, the visionary one was. This new Seth Rollins is interesting. My father doesn't really like him. I have mixed feelings because I am a huge Shield fan. Like I've always been a huge Shield fan. I believe. I'm a huge fan of Roman, I'm a huge Seth fan, and I'm definitely a huge John Moxley fan, slash Dean Ambrose, but, like, I think Seth is doing really good with this new character, and Edge, this new version of Edge is badass, like, it is badass, you saw it at WrestleMania with the feud with Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, you didn't really see the, and, like, yeah, you even saw glimpses of this in the, in the pandemic feud he had with Randy, like, this was really good. And then you see in this feud that he had with in Money in the Bank, he was close. There was many times, many times during that match, I thought Roman Reigns was gonna get, was going to get dethroned. Because that's how good Edge is. He is capable of dethroning. And look, Seth cost Edge a championship. The storyline is there. I think this would be an incredible match. And honestly, I'm curious. Do you guys, and you can tweet me at CJ Fierro, 2017, I believe, at CJ Fierro on Twitter, and like, let me know. Are you? Do you guys like Seth Rollins' new character and things? And like, it's really interesting. 
Alright, the next match for me is a good SummerSlam match. And look, I think this would be a great start for SummerSlam. The two matches I would everyone like to see. And here's the thing. There's a lot. Here's the thing. It's been pretty fire so far. I think the matches could be great and really fire. And I think there's more fire to come. Next, we are going to do the Raw Tag Team Championship. As Look. This is a match that is reportedly going to happen at SummerSlam that I'm being told is almost confirmed. We're just waiting for some things. AJ Styles and Almas are going to defend their tag titles against RK Bro. I love I love Ray Andy Orton. I think he's one of the greatest super he's one of the goats in wrestling. I think Riddle has so much potential. And, like, I'm a huge fan of Riddle. Seeing him live was so dope in Dallas, too. But, like, that entire atmosphere was crazy. We'll get into that later on in the show. Later on in the episodes. But this match would be really cool. Like, you could have... RK, bro. You could have Riddle and Randy Orton just have... And this match would be good. Like, here's the thing. RK, bro, is one of the hottest teams in the summer. Like, this would be really good to have. Like, I would love to see AJ Styles and Omos versus RK-Bro. We're going to have another championship match. As The next match is the Raw Women's Championship match. After what happened with Nikki Ash cashing in on Charlotte and everything. If you go back to that episode where I booked my, my very early long stretch of SummerSlam. I said I want to see Rio versus Becky. Here's the thing, I've changed my mind. I think this match is more than likely going to happen. I think we're getting a triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship. I think it's going to be Nikki Ash versus Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. That is the match I want to see. And I want Rhea Ripley to walk out of SummerSlam with, with the Raw Women's Championship. Look, everyone knows this by now. Everyone has that wrestling crush. If you're a wrestling guy that's seen it, it's either... Mainly, just look at the Liv Morgan stands, look at the Sasha Banks stands, look at the Roman Reigns stands, Drew. For me, that's Rhea. And, like, I find her incredible. She's amazing. She's an amazing human, an amazing fighter. We're not going to get into that. If you want to, if you want an episode where I just unleash my my full-on simpness, simpingness to her, I will consider it. Taking that off and just thinking about this logically as a, as a fan of wrestling and as a a guy that reports on wrestling. Why the hell did she lose that money in the bank? For what? For Charlotte to be a one-day champion? Look, and yes, it would have hurt me probably to the core to, if Nikki cashed in on Rhea. But still, guys, like... This, for me, in my opinion, Rhea losing and Charlotte getting the title was a way to keep Charlotte in the title picture. But why? She does not need it. She is literally... Here's the thing. Charlotte Flair got booed out of the mind in Dallas. She got booed in, in Fort Worth at Money in the Bank. And I think she's going to continue to get booed out of buildings. Does that sound familiar? Drew... Look, they're not... That's what's happened with Drew McIntyre. No one wanted to see... He was turning into the next... To the male version of Charlotte Flair. Where they were just giving him title shots. 
And I honestly did think he was going to win the uh, Money in the Bank. And we're going to get into that a whole earlier. Charlotte Flair is having the same problem that Roman Reigns had when he had that face run. Like when he was a face after the Shield split up, they were just giving him championship matches. They were always he was always in the main event scene. And look, I'm a big Roman Reigns fan, but I criticize him a lot. Go back to that SummerSlam episode, and I know I'm like literally go back to that hot. It's called hot takes. I literally told everyone that I don't think Roman Reigns is a megastar, which I still don't think he's a megastar. There's a difference between superstars and megastars. I'm not going to go back and go back and listen to it and you know what I mean. They need to stop giving Charlotte dumb title matches and title shots all because she's a flair. We all know. It's no secret by now. It's no secret. Charlotte is Vince's girl. Charlotte is going Vince is going to protect Charlotte like crazy and that pisses me the hell off. Because Here's the thing, Charlotte's getting, and it's not the fact that she has 11 titles, 11, she's an 11-time champion. Look, she could be an 11-time champion if she deserved it. Like, I have no problem with people getting many title runs and being pushed, but like, why is, are they, Vince knows, like, you hear the reactions she's getting, you heard the reactions she was, she's getting, like, She's not over. Like, and if she's not over, what I don't understand is why is she still in the title picture? My biggest issue with the creative team is they don't know how to use the superstars. And, like, it's ridiculous. Like, Karrion Cross lost on Monday. And, look, I love No More Words. I was a huge... I gave a huge pop. And, look, I wasn't mad about it on Monday. I wasn't... But then I really went back and watched it again on the flight back yesterday. Why the hell are they doing this to Karrion Cross? And, look, Vince McMahon should not get any more NXT call-ups ever. He's ruining NXT. It's not the fans, it's not us, it's not Triple H, it's Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is to blame for NXT. Because he doesn't know, because instead of what it used to be when Kevin Owens... Kevin Owens lost to John Cena, yes. He lost. He, that debut with him and John Cena, he was the NXT champion. Christ's sake. Now... Instead of NX, instead of the main roster being a dream for the NXT superstars, for the for the young talent that they have down there, like uh, Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai, Adam Cole, Karrion Cross now, even though he's gonna get caught up, it's a nightmare. And like because Vince does not care, he doesn't watch NXT. He sure as hell doesn't watch NXT, and there's no way you can tell me he does, because if he watched it. He would know how to book Karrion Cross. He would know how to book Rhea Ripley. He would know how to book Finn Balor correctly. Look, I'm going to use... Like, Jesus Christ. Karrion Cross is the NXT champion. And you had him on main event? You had him on main event in a week. What the hell? 
And then what? You have him job to... That's an NXT champion. And I don't care if you don't like Karrion Cross. I don't care if you don't like... Uh, like, I don't care if you don't like NXT. You got to admit, you have to put respect on the champions. It's exactly... We would be... Everyone would have this exact same reaction if Bobby Lashley, if Roman Reigns, if Apollo Crews, if Sheamus, if any of the champions went to NXT and lost. If like if Bobby Lashley went to NXT and lost in what was it? A hundred seconds? Like less less than less than a hundred seconds to Kushi to Kushida. I'm not comparing Jeff Hardy to Kushida, don't get me wrong. I'm happy for Jeff Hardy. But the way they made him win, God. And here's the thing. It's it's tough. They don't know how to book NXT, guys. Look. It sucks seeing how they're booking Rhea Ripley. They booked her so... Like, this whole booking with Charlotte was so bad. Like, oh my God, it was bad. And, yeah, as much as I hate Charlotte... What like the my biggest issue is I we don't know what Rhea Ripley is. Is she a heel? Is she a babyface? We don't know. We don't have that established character. And when you don't have that character, it's impossible for the crowd to get behind you. I promise you. I think it was literally me and a couple other of her diehard fans cheering for her in Dallas. Everyone else was so confused. And that's the thing. People are confused on what to do with her. Because we don't know what she is. I am hearing that they are going to make her a full-on baby face. If that, that better happen. Like, I don't care if she's a heel. I don't care if she's a face. I'm going to support either way. But it's making it so difficult for her to get over. And for, and for Vince, you want to build new stars. You have to establish her character right. Like, this just feels... And Vince can't establish NXT guys to be these. Like, if he doesn't know how to use them, he shouldn't have them, in my opinion. That's why I don't think Adam Cole should ever go up to the main roster. Or Gargano, or anyone. Alright? Now, the next match in this SummerSlam card... Is a match that is that is also similar to the AJ Styles and Omas versus RK Bro, a match that I'm hearing is going to happen at SummerSlam. It's the Scottish Warrior Drew McIntyre versus the modern day Maharaja Jinder Mahal. After what happened on Raw, afterwards, this is an interesting storyline. I like it. We're, I think Drew getting not being in the title picture is the best thing they could have done for him right now. Because McIntyre getting this nice feud, like it's going to be good. <laughs> it's 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 going to help him in the long run. Be one of their top faces. Like they pushed him. He had an incredible run. Everyone loved him. Vince is Vince was smart with Drew, and I don't understand why he can't be with everyone. Like Jesus Christ, this was great. It was really, really good. Alright, and here's the thing. Then this this next match, WWE does not often make the misses and Mr. Money in the Bank winners have a match on SummerSlam. But 
I would love to see that. So here is where I go with it. Because the next match is another singles competition. Where Mr. Money in the Bank, Big E faces Sami Zayn. This could be a really good feud. This would be a good feud. To, and look, Big E cashing in. I don't... I don't I don't want it to be Roman. I do not want it to be Roman. I don't think it... I, I honestly think it makes more sense for him to cash in on Lashley after what Lashley did to Kofi. It would have been so cool to see that happen last night. Like, it would have been really cool to see him cash in and... Kofi, I'm hearing turning. I don't think Big E should ever turn hero. I don't think they should ever split up the New Day either. So yeah, I think a good feud with E and Sami Zayn. I hate Sami Zayn. I hate this character. This character honestly reminds me of Fidel Castro. This is like, he looks like Fidel Castro. I'm not going to lie. Sami Zayn could get a good feud. Like... And that big good feud would be Big E. It would be a good feud to distract. And then Big E could even cash in on SummerSlam. Like, it's really odd. The next match that I want to do is an Intercontinental Championship match. And this is the match that I need to happen. And I would love to happen. And something that... Here's the thing. This could be epic because this could be the match where Apollo Crews' reign might be over. As he puts his title in a fatal four-way. Here's who the... Look. King Nakamura is going to end that feud with King Corbin. With, with depressed Baron Corbin. By the way, make sure to donate at his GoFundMe. I believe it's somethingcorbin.com. Like... It would be so cool to see a fatal four-way for the Intercontinental Championship between Balor, um, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Apollo and versus and Apollo Cruz. Like Apollo Cruz is, all four of these men have incredible, like they are super talented, really really good at doing their job. And I think Finn Balor shouldn't be pushed to the Universal Title picture just yet. He's not going to. I think it would be really cool to see this match. The King of Strong Style, could you could see, like, this match would bang. So far, I think this is a pretty dope SummerSlam, and I would love for this match to really happen. Like, it would be so cool to see the King Nakamura, Cesaro, and Finn Balor fight Apollo Crews. Like, that match would be pretty nice to see, actually. Alright, the next match on SummerSlam is... Honestly... A, a match that it's going that I should happen at SummerSlam, SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the rematch at, from Money in the Bank, the Usos versus the Mysterios. The Usos should still keep should retain. The Usos shouldn't drop the SmackDown Tag Team titles until Roman drops the Universal Championship. Because oh my God, it would be insane. To see a beautiful, like, title reign for the Usos in their seventh. And now they're their heels. And the bloodline is complete. 
I would love it. So, yeah. Now, the United States Championship match is going to be my next match that I want to see. And that's the Celtic warrior, Sheamus, would put his title on the line against the Archer of Infamy, Damian Priest. Damian Priest needs to be the champion here. Look, I've said it for months. I'm pretty sure I have said it on this show. Damian Priest is world championship material. Damian Priest should get a rocket strapped to his back and he should be pushed to the moon. Like he should Damian Priest to the moon would be amazing. Like imagine Damian Priest the type of matches he could have with Bobby Lashley with Roman Reigns with uh, Sheamus. This match would be amazing. This match is going to be amazing. Priest put on an incredible match with a celebrity as his tag team partner. That match was one of the best matches of the night at WrestleMania. Damian Priest and Bad Bunny versus Miz and Morrison. A match that I do like to go back and rewatch. It's really interesting to see how good Damian Priest has been. Damian Priest is one of those rare cases of guys that has been booked semi-well. Except for that stupid zombie lumberjack match. I still have no idea what the hell that was. Look, Sheamus versus Damian Priest would be a money match. Like, that, that would be so cool. Like, I would love to see Damian Priest as United States Champion. Because I think the United States Championship needs a good champion. Because it's very similar to the tag titles. To the women's tag titles. It hasn't meant anything. Really, it hasn't meant anything since maybe Rusev's championship in twenty championship reign in twenty sixteen, I think Bobby Lashley's United States Championship reign was all right. It was it was okay. The way it ended was complete BS. I hated the way it ended. I understand why, but like, why make out of everyone you could have had him drop it to? You chose to drop it to Riddle. I literally remember the exact moment where I was. It was my mom's birthday. We were at the beach. We were getting ready to go to dinner. I was watching the pay-per-view on my phone. And I kid you not, I was talking to my dad about it. And, like, my reaction was not happy. Because Bobby Lashley, why are you going to have him drop the title to Riddle, guys? Like, Riddle's United States Championship run sucked. Absolutely sucked. I'm going to be the first to say it. The only... I, he had good matches, but like it didn't feel memorable. The United States Championship... I've been a wrestling fan for years. And the United States Championship has always felt like such an important deal since John Cena had it back in 06. Since John Cena... John Cena, those open challenges. John Cena is the greatest United States Champion of all time, in my opinion. Those open challenges, he he was able to introduce us to new stars. Freaking uh, Kevin Owens, 
Neville. That match against Neville when everyone thought he was going to lose, including myself. I thought John Cena was going to lose. Then you saw the Rusev, that feud with Roman was good. Then Roman's was really good, actually. That's one of the more underrated. His feud with Chris Jericho, his feud with Kevin Owens, his feud with Rusev. It was really good. I don't think there's been a good United States champion since probably Rusev. Apollo Crews' championship reign in the, pan- in the early pandemic, forgettable. Lashley's forgettable at best. I don't, I did not like it. It was okay. I, I didn't like his reign. The good thing about it was, was maybe the Hurt Business, but like, he's doing a better job as WWE Champion, definitely. Here's the thing. The end, we're getting to the end of the SummerSlam match card, but don't you worry, the action continues and it gets a lot better from here. Even though I think this is going to, if this show happens and this is how they book it, it would be phenomenal. So the next match with a banger. Here's the thing. We're going to have a banger match. The almighty. The WWE Championship match is going to be next. Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley is going to happen. If they book this correctly. If they book this fight correctly. I promise you we won't hate Goldberg as much as we do. Goldberg got a big pop from da- from the Dallas crowd. It's impressive. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry, I had to sneeze. Damn, I feel so bad. All right. But yeah, Lashley against Goldberg would be a really good match. If Goldberg, if Lashley can take Goldberg, carry Goldberg for like 20 to 30 minutes, a good match. Have Goldberg land a spear and a jackhammer. Have Lashley land a spear. Have uh, have Lashley put him in the hurt lock. And like, if Goldberg could really put Bobby Lashley over like he did with Drew McIntyre, that would be a good, good match. And like, I don't think we would hate Goldberg as much. And here's the thing. What I'm worried about is that they're not going to have him lose two two straight championship matches on a on his contract that states he has to have two matches per year. They're not gonna do that. Like eh. So I'm worried that they might put the title on Goldberg and have Goldberg be the one who ends the Almighty Era. That would suck. That would truly suck because I don't think Goldberg needs a title reign. Very similar to the Charlotte Flair situation. Here's the thing. And now it's time for our co-main event. I said this earlier. Next, in the next coming episodes, I'm pretty sure this is going to be in the next episode or in the episode that follows after that. I'm going to give you the seven potential main events for SummerSlam. But here is the match. I'm going to have a co-main event of SummerSlam. And it's going to be Bianca Belair versus The Boss. The Boss, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. This match has to happen. Sasha Banks never got a rematch. She hasn't been seen since Mania. She won the ESPYs, obviously. Congratulations, that was a big honor. 
But when she comes back, she needs to challenge for the title. Sasha versus Bianca would be a match that would get so many new fans. Like, I know a lot of people that literally just watch for Sasha and Bianca. And, like, are huge fans. I'm a huge fan of Bianca. I've got to admit. I wasn't a fan of her in the Mae Young Classic. I was not a fan of her at NXT. But on the main roster, there was something about it. When she came in, won the Royal Rumble, main evented WrestleMania for Christ's sake, and then won the SmackDown Women's Championship. Jesus Christ, that was incredible. Like, I loved this match. Like, this match was. The first match was really great. This match could be incredible as well. Sasha versus Bianca would be so. So good. Like, I would really enjoy it. And I think this would be a huge... I also think that if for any reason WWE doesn't want Sasha Banks to be here, it would be really good. And I think it would be Tony time. I think if if we don't get Sasha versus Bianca Belair at SummerSlam, or if Vince doesn't want her back, or if Sasha doesn't isn't ready... Give me Tony Storm versus Bianca Belair. Push Tony. Bailey's not gonna be back. Carmella sure as hell isn't deserving of. Uh, I don't think Carmella is worthy enough to fight Bianca at, at at SummerSlam. Tony Storm is incredible. Not unless you want to split up. Like maybe Shayna Baszler and Nia Jackson have Shayna go after Bianca. Tony is the second best option, and I would really love this match as well. Like Tony's. T- Super talented. I've been a big fan of her since NXT UK. And then NXT. And then Jesus Christ. It was, it's been really, really good. So this would be nice. I think the main event is the match that is basically going to get confirmed this Friday. And it's also... A match that I've said I've wanted to see back all the way a couple weeks, months, I think. Is Mr. Hustle, Loyalty and Respect, John Cena versus the head of the table, Roman Reigns. John said it in Texas that he wants this match. I think Roman accepts it on Friday and we get this incredible, incredible feud. Look, there is a report that John Cena is going to be... In every SmackDown. In every SmackDown, I believe it was. Is it SmackDown? Here's the thing. John Cena's live event dates have been revealed. So we're going to get into that. But yes. That concludes the match card for SummerSlam. John Cena vs. Roman is going to be the main event. Let's talk about the live event dates that he's going to appear. This is according to a to, to one of my sources from WWE. And... Something that WWE has officially announced. He will be on SmackDown July 23rd in the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland. Great. He will then appear a day after that, July 24th, in a super show in a P- PPG Pants Arena, in the PP- PPG Arena in Pittsburgh. He will then also do a super show in the KFC Yum Center in Louisville. He will then be at Monday Night Raw next week, 
July 26th at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas, Missouri. Then he will be at SmackDown in the Target Center in Minneapolis. He will be at Super Show. It's like basically like one of the house shows Saturday and Sunday from Milwaukee and Detroit. He will be at SmackDown from, from the Amelie Arena in Tampa, Florida, Friday, August 6th. He will then probably be in the August 7th Super Show in, in Fort Myers. He will be at Monday Night Raw in the Anway Center in Orlando. He will be at SmackDown. He's essentially going to be in the every SmackDown, Super Showdown, and Raw. Except one. He will not be on the last Raw before SummerSlam. Here's the thing, going by this list that I have, it means that John Cena will make seven house shows and seven tev- televised p- tapings and one pay-per-view event being SummerSlam. By the way, tickets are on sale to all of these events at WWE.com. I am not sponsored. I wish I was. Vince, hit me up. So, yeah. That was honestly... Okay, I'm thinking what else can we do? Honestly, I think I am going to end it there. Because... Actually, we have, we're what, 41 minutes, 54 seconds? Could we get into another pay-per-view booking? Uh, we will save them for later. If this, if you guys really did enjoy it, I will cons- I will bring these back. I will do more of these. Like, I have a lot of them basically set. Like, yeah, I have my fantasy booking. Like, I've, because I do, I make these. I know my ideas. I have one for Survivor Series done. I have a couple that I wanted to rebook Money in the Bank, so I might have that happen. I have WrestleMania Thirty Eight. There, I have, um, in my files, I have, really, also, I could rebook some things. I could rebook the the WWE draft from last year. I could rebook Stomping Grounds 2019. I have a lot up my sleeve, so, if you guys really enjoyed this, I will bring it back for you guys, and it's honestly really, really fun to do this. Next episode, we will get into the news of uh, Daniel Br- of a potential Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan signing with AEW. The pot- the details on Tony. The next episode is going to be something that I'm going to, to try to implement more and more, and that is going to be the news recap for wrestling, where I give you my thoughts on many of the hottest stories on wrestling. So, for the first edition of that, we will be talking about how Braun Strowman got new merch. How Daniel Bryan, there's speculation within WWE that Daniel Bryan will sign with AEW. The details on Tony Storm's debut. And a potential CM Punk. Uh, 
return. All that and more on the next episode of the Ultimate Sports Slash Wrestling Show. Thank you for listening. I've I am I have been your host Carlos Fierro and peace out everybody.